Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode number 205 of Amber on Podcasts. I am your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this podcast is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. Podcasts saved my life when I lost everything and hit rock bottom back in 2017, which is what inspired me to create this show so that someone out there who is searching for answers will find what they need to help them on their journey. In this episode, I discuss the future of work, how to find companies that share your values, how to position yourself for success, what to do if you are looking to pivot your career, and the four tools you need to get started today. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode, and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff, and let's start the show. Work is changing permanently. It will never go back to the way it was. We don't know what the future state will be exactly, but we do know there will be a lot more remote working and more flexibility overall. This leads to the question, how do you want to work? What experience do you want to have at work? Today, we have the opportunity to design our work life more than ever before. So, how do we intentionally design our work life? The rules for work have changed. More conscious companies are putting employee wellness first. There's more remote work, more flexible work schedules, more companies offering unlimited time off, more focus on work-life balance and employee wellness. I am very passionate about this. We spend a third of our life at work, and so many of us are unhappy and dragged down by a toxic work culture. This is a big focus in the work I do as a consultant and coach. I love to empower, encourage, and educate people on how to design their work life, advocate for themselves, and help guide them towards a work life that enhances their life instead of taking away from it. But what should you expect from your employer? What is a reasonable expectation? What trends are we seeing in the workplace today? To me, A good employer is someone who respects you and recognizes you for your unique contribution. An employer who actively listens and positions you for success, who values work-life balance and enables you to work to live and not live to work. But how do you find these conscious companies? How can you get out of a toxic workplace and into a supportive one? One way is to search for companies who share your values. How can you tell they share your values? Research the company culture. What benefits do they offer? Are they company paid or employee paid? What does time off look like? What does work-life balance look like? What does maternity and paternity leave look like? These will give you major clues. Use your network. The best information will come from someone who already works there. Who do you know on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn? You can learn so much by connecting online with people in your industry who work for companies you want to work for or who work in roles you want to pivot to. You also need to be able 
to advocate for yourself. Get comfortable describing who you are, how you work, the value you bring. Rehearse asking for what you want, the raise, the promotion, the title. You need to know how to advocate for yourself using your unique expertise and your unique contribution to get what you want. Confidence is key here. If you don't feel confident, pretend like you are someone who is confident to accomplish the goal. Channel your inner Beyonce or whoever you think is a badass and advocate for yourself. Show them what you're capable of by proving yourself consistently over time. So when you ask for what you want, salary, title, role, they're more willing to listen and you're more likely to get it. For those of you looking to make a pivot, I've been there before too. I'm embarking on a new career pivot right now. I know it can seem scary and there's a lot of uncertainty, but in today's world, pivoting is how you get ahead, how you learn the most, how you build your skill set and build your dream life. People don't stay in the same job for 10, 20, 30 years anymore. With technology changing so rapidly, it's hardly even possible. You might be wondering, how do I decide what career I want to pivot to? First, it's about knowing what your unique contribution is. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? For me, I love helping people on a deep and personal level. I've done this in corporate consulting, but I wanted to pivot so I could play a bigger, deeper role. So I worked on positioning myself for a culture-driven role that allows me to focus on empowering and supporting individuals so they are ready to take on the challenges of work and life. This includes training on work-life balance, health and wellness, job training. This was intentional. I set a goal. I advocated for myself. I proved myself in my work and I didn't give up. Recently, many people have decided to make career shifts because their values have shifted, which has shifted their priorities. There's more focus on spending time with loved ones, family, and friends, and rightly so. When you are happy at work, you're happier in life. When you have a horrible work day and a horrible work culture, and you experience it every day, it drags you down. The toxicity builds in you, and eventually it overflows into other areas of your life, like in your relationship, with your kids, while you're driving. Maybe you start drinking more to deal with the stress. For a long time, my work was my identity. I had no idea who I was outside of director of purchasing. That was my entire identity, my job. When I lost my job, I couldn't find another job, and I was forced to get to know myself deeply and understand who I am, what I stand for, and what I offer the world. This was the beginning of my first pivot. Since then, I have focused on helping other people who are in similar positions, starting fresh in a new industry or looking to make a change. I coach people on how to find jobs and advocate for themselves using these four steps. Number one, find your tribe. The biggest thing for me was finding my tribe, finding others with the same values and similar goals. But first, I had to figure out who I am and what I stand for so I could be precise about who my tribe is so I would recognize them when I saw them. Write down your values, your top five values. Then ask yourself, 
Would someone looking in from the outside see these same values in your life? Would it be obvious to an outsider? Do you see evidence of your values in your life? When I first started asking myself this question, it was a definite no. I listed my top priorities as my relationship, my family, my friends, my health. But when I looked at my life, all that seemed to matter to me was work, preparing for work, thinking about work, feeling stressed about work, working 10 to 12 hour days. To an outsider looking in, you would think my first priority was work. This was not okay with me. So I made changes and I got strict about my boundaries. Once you find your tribe, band together and lift each other up. What's good for one is good for all. No one gets to the top on their own. If you don't have a tribe and you aren't lifting people up, you aren't going to get the same thing in return. You get what you give. And I believe the real joy in life comes from relationships and helping others. Number two is drop the ego. Have a beginner's mindset. You can't learn if you think you're the smartest person in the room. In my consulting work, I have seen so many people wreaking havoc because their ego is so huge and they're unable to work collaboratively or be open to new or different ideas. Ego inhibits growth, period. You can't learn anything if you think you're the smartest person in the room. When people are stubborn, stuck in old world thinking, finger pointers, blamers, victimizers, that's when you know ego is at play. And unfortunately, ego runs rampant in the business world. Train yourself on how to see it. Read Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday, one of my favorite books of all time. Then get specific and tactical about who you decide to work with based on this knowledge. Once you're able to identify when the ego is at play, you can spot it quickly, like during a phone interview or on a first date. Number three is maintain a healthy skepticism. Think for yourself. Become self-authored, not led by others. Question things. This means tuning into how you feel before, during, after an interaction. Trust your instinct and don't take on other people's views and opinions as your own. This is very challenging for me. I am embarrassed, but happy to admit because at least I am aware. What I've learned is I have to insulate myself to be able to form my own thoughts and opinions. I have to be alone with my thoughts. Otherwise, the thoughts and opinions of others start to become my own. And I can't tell where I start and where they end. I avoid social media for this reason because I know how sensitive I am to this. Make sure you are giving yourself the alone time to be self-authored so you can base your opinions and your ideas on what your values are and then seek out others who encourage and enhance these values. Number four is lean into discomfort. Remember, in life, we are only uncomfortable for two reasons, because we are leaving our comfort zone or because we are staying in it. I love new beginnings. I love a challenge. It is my crutch in life. If I'm being 
challenged, I know I'm alive and moving forward. My goal is to help you live your dream life because you deserve it. It's up to us to design the life we want and build a work life that enables us to be our best selves. Being strategic and getting granular about the specifics of your dream life is what it takes. Stone by stone, brick by brick, bird by bird, we build and learn and grow so that every decade we are better versions of ourselves. That is what life is about. That is how you do more good for you and more good for more people. Now, you know what the future of work looks like, how to position yourself for success, what to do if you are looking to pivot your career, and the four tools you need to get started today. To sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a review and let me know what you think about the show. And please share the show with someone you know is looking to make a career pivot. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.